0: Good morning, everyone. Once again, it's Wednesday morning. It's time for our in conversation with here at the web guys. Uh, today is, is a slightly different stream today um, because today we're talking to David Allen Taylor and we're going to talk about uh, his daughter Sue and in the name of Sue. Um, and we're going to talk, it's going to be perhaps a little bit somber in, instead of being business minded today, but we're Today I'm really looking forward to this because it's a really important message we're going to be talking about today. So first and foremost, everyone who's coming in to, to join our stream today, welcome uh, to our Wednesday Live. David, good morning. Good. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us today. Please tell the world who you are, and uh, th- then we're going to dive into it.
1: Good morning, Brian. David Allen Taylor, founder and director of InSuzName Charity.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So... We're going to talk a little bit about cancer today, um, about cancer, how it affects families, and all that kind of stuff. So, so David, if if you want to sort of tell the world the story of of what made you create in Sue's name the the charity,
1: thank you, Brian. Yes, um, go back to 8, 15th of March, nineteen sixty eight, when our beautiful daughter Sue, our firstborn, was born, um, and I always remember looking down at the little face and thinking, this is my life. I'm forward now. I've got this wonderful little child. I've got to look after her. Fast forward to the 8th of January, 2011. I held that beautiful girl's hand while she died at the age of 42, leaving two young children. She had been a joy in our lives. She had done five Race for Lives and a skydive for cancer research. Because like all families, we'd lost a lot of family and friends to cancer. But she totally cared about others. That was her life. Um, she gave so much to other people uh, it, it was literally 800 people at the funeral it was hard to speak about that but again on the 8th of I'm thinking now it was back in November 2011 26 November 2010 she said uh, phone said dad they found three lesions on my brain and they're going to operate tonight and we knew that was not good and six weeks later she was dead It was so hard over that Christmas. Over the Christmas, she was unconscious in the coma. With um, she'd had a um, fit uh, and they put her into induced coma to help her through that. Um, We had a wonderful New Year's Eve with her. She was on steroids. She was very shaky. She'd only been out of hospital for 48 hours. Um, And we have a picture of her, which was the last picture we had together. She went into hospital on a Sunday, which was the 2nd of January and on the monday um she was trying to get to the toilet nobody call, would call her come to her help she went to the toilet and fell smashed her head on the tumor and was unconscious for two hours before they could do it so unfortunately that exacerbated the problem and six days later on saturday the 8th of january she died um, she was the light of our lives she was my best friend she wasn't just a daughter because every day she'd phone me or i'd phone her Um, and her children were the legacy she left us. Um, She left two lovely children, Sasha and Daniel, who were 12 and 10 at the time, and that's what made me, after three years of feeling sorry for myself, decide to set up the charity, because I wanted to keep her name alive, which is why it's called In Sue's Name, and I wanted her lovely children to remember their mother and also to understand how much their mother was loved and how much she did for other people. So that's why I started the charity, volume.
0: Okay. Uh, that, that's that's obviously terrible. It's a terrible, sad story. As you said, it was, this this kind of story is one of us It's one that a lot of us is familiar with. I just want to, before we, we get deep into it, I just want to remind everyone that if, if people are, are, are in any way touched by, by David's uh, story today and want to give, then uh, David has a Facebook page. He also has, as you can see in the ticker just below, uh, he does have a website where you can go in and, and you can you can be part of it, you can donate and all sorts of things. So I, I would encourage everyone to, uh, to to go and have a look at that. Also, to anyone who's watching, who's coming in and out of the stream today, if you have any question about charities and, and cancer research and stuff, then please put your comments and your questions in and, and we'll do our very best to try and answer them. If we can't answer them during the live show, then, then we will come back to you all with an answer after. So it's, that's obviously a terrible thing, David, for for for. Any, for happen to any sort of family so and you sort of mentioned that you were grieving for a few years before you sort of moved the charity forward so so how long has this charity been been going on and what's it what's it actually supporting what's the main purpose of the charity that you set up when sue
1: died i found that well i knew there were two other young people in our parish at the same time in the same hospital and all three died one was 34 one was 40 and Sue was 42 that was part of the impetus. The second was that I found that more young people under 40 died from brain tumours than any other form of cancer. And yet it got less than 1% of government funding. It's massively underfunded. And yet it takes young children. I've got two families I'm trying to support at the moment, three friends, one as a 10-year-old boy and the other as an 11-year-old girl, both with terminal brain cancer. It's terrible that children are taken away from their parents. And that also parents in their 30s and 40s die leaving young children um this is what i'm fighting against i'm trying to create awareness uh, of the disease i'm trying to raise funds but what we do with the charity uh, uh, the question you asked um we set the charity up back in 2014 with a golf day i got three of my friends from my church all irish lads who were golfers two of their wives another lass who'd lost their father to brain tumors and they organized a golf day for me which raised twelve thousand pound wow We had two more golf days which raised about £10,000 each and then we decided the charity had already been set up, we had a charity number, we had trustees, we had patrons, that we would actually launch officially. We give every penny we get to the Blizzard Institute in Whitechapel which is part of the Queen Mary's University Hospital Trust and they researched the glioblastoma which is a stage four cancer that Sue died from. Um, We wanted it to be in London where we were based. And we wanted it to be something which would resonate with sue and and our friends who died from the same disease so what we do there is we take families uh, who've lost loved ones and, and and our helpers our volunteers up to the institute twice a year and they meet one another they get a chance to share their experiences they get refreshments they then get a tour of the wonderful laboratory they get an address from the director who tells them about the progress that's been made They get a chance to meet our research student who we sponsor. And then they have a wall of hope, which is a large magnetic board. And we have a little metallic tile created with the name of their loved one, date of Birth, date of Death, which they then, at the end of the tour, put up on that wall of hope that stays there for three years. So it gives them a bit of closure, Brian. It gives them a chance to um, feel that they're part of something more. If they wish to get involved with the charity, they're welcome to. But we don't... push anybody to do that um, a lot of those people have now um, taken part in our challenge events that helped helped us with events um, they put us in touch with the others who have lost loved ones but that's the main force that's where we give our money apart from our public liability insurance that has to go through the charity every other penny I pay all expenses so people will have the satisfaction of knowing that all of the money goes directly to that research um, not to any salaries not to any buildings not to any expenses All of my marketing, which I paid for in the past, is now done pro bono by wonderful people. People have come to me like you came to me and offered help to the charity. And I sincerely believe that my angel Sue is always on my shoulder. She always brings me good people who want to help me in different ways, social media, events, financial support. It's absolutely wonderful. There is a lot of love out there, a lot of caring. There are people who have lost loved ones (coughs) who want want to share our story.
0: I think and I, I think you're tossing a few you know really salient points there. i think I think the transparency and the fact that people know that they can trust and that the money goes to the right place to the right thing that they want to support i think I think that that that's a, that's a big element and and as you say, you know so many of us, if not all of us, has been tossed you know. Perhaps not in, in the same way, but in a, in a similar way of, of what's happened to you and your family. So t- tell me a little bit more about these specific events, because nature nature of the beast is that we all enjoy doing different things. You mentioned golf and, and skydiving and stuff. So, so so tell me the sort of the brethren of, of the the different things that you've done to to raise funds.
1: Right. We've, we've had six golf days, but of course, the last two years we've not been able to have one. But that was the foundation. But since then, we've had um, two Greek nights, charity nights. We've had an Italian night, we've had an Irish night, and we were due to have a Turkish night before the close down. Um, it's the food
0: thing. Is that so you saw Greek and Italian? Is that a food thing or?
1: It's the lot. We have a Greek Greek band, a, tur- a Turkish band, Irish. We had one of the top Irish bands, um, and I, I try and get a sponsor for the band and a sponsor for the event. um The two Greek nights have raised thirty-six thousand pounds between them. Wow. Uh, the Italian night raised 14,000, the Irish night, night raised 15,000. Um, then we started doing challenge events. So, two years ago, I was approached by one of my networking friends who said, um, We have seven people in our chapter who would like to do a, a skydive. We ended up having 40 people doing it and we we raised 48,000 pounds, which I raised 16,000 myself. I jumped out of a plane at the age of 77, even though I was a scared stiff of heights and I suffered from vertigo. My wife said I was a silly old fool and then last year on october the 4th at the age of 80 my wife jumped out of a plane but then she's a made irish woman so she's allowed to do things like that
0: <laughs> so i just that, that sounds fantastic just just again to iterate to everyone who's joining in with us today if, if if you want to get involved if you want to donate please go to davids website in uk. it's in the ticker below go and follow him and connect with him on Facebook and, and LinkedIn as well. So that that sounds great. So these events that you're holding, are they, are they mainly based around the area that you are or are they sort of a bit wider wider cast throughout the UK or how does that work?
1: Well, I, I had um, one of my friends and a sister came down from Ormskirk to do the skydive. I had one of Sue's close friends, three of her friends down from Nottingham to do the skydive. Um, uh, we had the abseil on Friday, on Saturday. We've still got two more ourselves to do this summer. Um one of the goals was came down from near Peterborough. Um yes. so people come from all sorts of places. But the interesting one was uh, in February we'd had a bad loss last year. We lost ninety thousand pounds on canceled events. It's everybody did. We weren't the only charity, but we were a small charity and it hit us more than most. So we had a meeting of the volunteers and thought about virtual ideas. But somebody mentioned about a walk and I woke up in the morning with this thought that we have this wall of hope at the institute where we put these little tiles up in memory of loved ones and I thought wouldn't it be lovely to have um, a walk of hope for a wall of hope um, and bearing in mind that March is brain tumour awareness month around the world and that our Sue would have been 53 on the 15th of March we've got a real head of steam up and the idea was that 100 people would walk 100 kilometres in 31 days and raise £100 each which would have raised £10,000 we raised £42,000
0: wow
1: thousand pound for each year of sue's life so again sue was working in overdrive there were mums out with their prams girls out with their dogs um people running people cycling we we're only a little charity but by golly did the networking people get behind us these were nearly all lovely girls and lads from networking and they That's just awesome. work together
0: you, you can't underestimate the power of the network can you it's it's a fantastic thing it's fabulous
1: But it's the fact that people, it's not just about business, it's about hearts. People care. And I think it's the the old story that if you give something, you gain something from people. it's like you giving to me and to our charity with your kind support today. That fact means that it goes out to other people um, and it touches other people, which, as you so rightly say, is so important. And I think, you know, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing for us, Brian
0: no no we we all want to do what we can and which brings me on to my sort of next question to you is that because obviously a lot of this hangs on you and your shoulder and it's not only fun but to organize and all that kind of stuff what what can people do people watching this wants to get involved and obviously the obvious thing is to donate and they all know they can go to your website in uk and, and donate for you but what else can they do to help and support you? so so what are you looking for from other people to, to sort of come in to make perhaps your life easier to 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 try and bring more awareness or with the event helping with the events what what can people do to, to help you in the charity there?
1: there's a number of simple things um i'm not sure if you're aware of amazon smile brian um yeah. it's a, a mirror site with amazon and what they do is if you buy from amazon but don't use amazon smile You can transfer to that. It's very simple to do. And you can then nominate your charity. It doesn't have to be us. It could be something that's dear to your heart. Um, And by doing that, we then get half a pea in the pound. That's peanuts. But we've already got 400 people doing it. And if we get that up to 4,000, then there would be a lot of money coming in. It's a simple thing that doesn't cost anything for anybody. So that's, that's at the simple level. Secondly, if people feel they can help by liking our posts, sharing our posts, talking to people about what we're trying to do, getting the message out there. We're a small charity based in North London. The pandemic has given me a reach that i never dreamt of having. Um, Networking in Essex, Suffolk, Cambridge, Milton Keynes, Bedfordshire, all over the place. And I met so many lovely people like yourself that I wouldn't have met on a day-to-day basis, face-to-face, because we're not near enough to one another. So that is a wonderful creation, and it's important that we take advantage of that. And I'd love to set up a small little group in different areas where people have direct interest in brain children because they've lost somebody and to get people to set up little groups and maybe run a little small local event might be only a couple of hundred pounds but more and more people doing organizing little events like that or taking part in our challenge events the walk of hope which could be done anywhere from the isles down to Penzance, um because it's not a matter of, of, of lining up together it's a matter of people doing it in their own time um there's all sorts of ways they can help you know, help us like that. But to my mind, the biggest thing is spreading that awareness, putting us in touch with people who have lost loved ones, who feel mm-hmm. alone, who feel that they're you know, not being helped. Because we only had Sue for six weeks, but I know people I've spoken to have lost somebody in two days from yeah. the diagnosis to death. And that's the impact of brain tumors. There's no signs, apart from the old headache, no real signs. And it's going to take a long time to cure it. But I feel if I don't do something now, um, then there's going to be other families that lose children and other children who lose their parents. And I want to try and stop it. I can't stop it on my own, but I can make a contribution with the help of others. And the more people that get involved in our charity in their own particular way, they don't have to give money. If they want to help in any other way, they feel contact me, please, through the website and say, David, I've got an idea. I want to do this. David, I want to try and uh, help you with your social media, whatever it is they want to do. Then that would be wonderful because, um, I'm not really alone. I've got a great marketing committee who help me, who give help on the videos, the, uh, the Twitter, um, the, all sorts of things. YouTube. It's I've got wonderful people, and I've got others who will help with running the events. But it's still I still have to be the driving force behind it because she's in my heart, she's in my mind, she's in my soul, and uh, because of this, um, I look forward every day to something new happening, and this is a new dawn a new beginning for me uh, doing this interview.
0: No, that, that's wonderful. I think, and I think, you know, people would say that, you know, why are we having this conversation on, on a business network channel really? But I think, I think this is really important because there's more to life than business. As business owners, we are people. We are affected by the same things. But I think mainly, um, there's many reasons why I wanted you to come on today. Obviously one of them is because I felt that maybe we could help you spread the word a bit, but also because, we, we, we have, as business owners, very large networks. We know a lot of people, perhaps not as close as we ought to, but we know a lot of people, we're connected to a lot of people. So I would I would challenge anyone who watches this to, to have a think about two or three names that you can all think of that could be helpful to David and his charity. I certainly got a couple of names in my mind right now that I'm gonna tell David about as soon as this stream is done uh, that I think could be very helpful uh, for david and and this fantastic course here so so i would challenge anyone to, that watching this to to have a think about two or three names connections that you might have that you can reach out to that could be helpful in 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 spreading out david's uh, good uh, good message and perhaps help as well with, with some of the stuff that he needs help with so uh, so please come forward don't be shy and um, i think one thing we should have learned from the pandemic is that life is far too short and if we can, we should really try and help each other uh, as much as we can.
1: One one thing I do need help with, I've been trying for the last four years, Brian, is I would love to get a couple of charity ambassadors to represent us. People in the sporting field or people in the entertainment field who might have a, a, an affinity to it. I've been trying to get through to Paul Young because Paul is a local lad who lost his wife uh, tragically at the age of 46 after fighting with Frenchers. If I can get people like that who have suffered but want to help us and act as an ambassador for our charity it's really a matter of just promoting it through their social media maybe once a year coming to a dinner um it's because that the power of of that, of that sort of following um yeah i've got of course. I've, I've got some good followers on twitter uh, uh on uh, instagram um and, and linkedin like monty Panasar and, and david Hay and people like that but they don't actually uh, follow my
0: they, they they're part yeah i understand what you're saying so again i can only plead to anyone who's watching this if you are in any way connected to paul young uh then please reach out if you think that you can facilitate the connection there between between david and paul and then please reach out and try and and help us to facilitate that so so i i think that's wonderful it's all it's all great stuff it's all obviously a very sad story but the fact that that you in, in your sort of senior years are, are, are picking up this mantle and driving this forward as, as much as you can. Just just one final question before we finish off here today, David. How much money have you actually raised in the years you've been doing it? And what what's your ultimate goal? What's your target? What are you what are you running towards?
1: I do not know that was going to be the next question. I was just lining it up in my mind.
0: <laughs> we have
1: raised nearly 350,000 towards our million pound target. Wow. Wow. Um, we sponsor research students at the Institute there. Um, I'd love to get that million pound target. Um, I've got a bargain with my Sue on the basis that um, uh, I've said I'll get it by 2027. If I haven't got there, she won't let me get back up to heaven. So she'll send me back down again and say, you haven't done the job. So <laughs> uh, I figure I'll get to 999 pounds and then I'll stop doing it. So I won't let any more money go in. So i last a bit longer. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what, tell you what whatever happens in terms of you reaching that uh, million pounds is he would so you be looking down and you should be very very proud of what you're doing it it's a it's a fantastic thing you're doing and i i certainly want to say thank you for you taking time out of your busy day trying to to raise this money to to join us here today so we can so we you could tell the story to, to our audience uh, it's an important story to tell so so thank you for that david um, thank
1: you brian because without you doing this for me i wouldn't have been able to reach out there um, Sue sent me to you, God sent me to you. It's amazing what the power of networking and faith does. You take the two pieces together of a puzzle, and there's those people out there who you can reach through those channels. And to my mind, that's a blessing on all of us.
0: Fantastic, thank you very much. So, again, everyone who comes in who joins this stream today, if you want to get involved, if you want to donate, please go to insuusname.org.uk and, and explore that, or go to Facebook connect with uh, David there or LinkedIn or Twitter. Uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, that's the end of, of another we're in conversation with on our Wednesday morning lives. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a break because of the summer holidays. Uh, I'm going to be joined again on the 18th of August by Paul Rose who is a, a voice over artist and, and, and so many other things and uh, uh, he's going to talk about that whole world which, which is I'll be honest, quite a new world to me, so I'm going to be quite excited to see what he has to say. So thank you, David. Thank you for joining us, everyone who's watching. Thank you for, for, for spending your time with us
2: today, and we shall see you all again very soon. Hi, my name is John, and I'm one of the web guys. I'd like to tell you about our amazing product that I'm certain you'll love. There are lots of companies out there who offer websites and business tools from the very cheap do-it-yourself to the very expensive bespoke products. What we offer at The Web Guys is a unique package that we're sure will cater to all your business's needs. We'll deliver a world-class website that's created specifically for you and your business and with everything you need to manage it. It's so simple. All you have to do is choose a look and we'll do everything else. We'll design build set up and customize your website for you you'll get that agency quality product from 29 pounds 99 a month and with no upfront fees to pay to take advantage of our fantastic product, go to www.thewebguys.co.uk and simply click the sign up now button and follow the instructions which will only take a few minutes of your valuable time Once you're done, you'll get all this plus lots more and from only £29.99 per month. So, what are you waiting for?